Hello. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making other people healthier in this world, on the planet Earth. I'm really enthused, really excited, and uh, no relation that I know of yet, but uh, I have Carlos Diaz. It might be his last name that gravitated towards me towards him. Uh, but actually, it's more about his background. Carlos Diaz is a serial entrepreneur, an investor. He's a general partner and co-founder at the Refiner Seed Fund. Anyway, he's done a lot of phenomenal things across tech, across business. I'm not going to steal his thunder. Carlos, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Carlos, well, thanks for carving out time to do this, to ground with me, and to really talk about your passions in health, but take us back first. I'd love to hear a little bit about your origin story and what are the series of events that went through your life to lead you to become the person you are today. So we'll kick it off with a small question. <laughs> uh, actually, you know, I was born in France, so I'm French. So my answer can be very long. You know, we used to uh, <laughs> to speak a lot, you know. No, uh, I, I was born in France. Um, and uh, I started my career not in tech, you know, actually I was, uh, I studied literature and I, uh, I was a teacher in French school first and I got bored, you know, very quick. <laughs> and uh, I, asked, I asked myself, you know, what should I do? And uh, internet was arriving, you know, in France at this time, it was back in 96. And I decided with my brother to create what we call today a startup. He was 18, I was 23, that was totally crazy. We were in the middle of nowhere in France in a small city named Limoges. And uh, we started a company um, that was uh, that we can call today a digital agency. Uh, basically, we're doing you know, websites for large companies in France back in 96. Um, long story short, the company went very well. And uh, we, um, uh, we IPO'd the company in 2006 in Europe. And then I left the company because I think I'm a real entrepreneur. In, I don't like, I'm not a manager. Right. When it, when it becomes you know, too big, I, I get bored you know, very quick. I, what I like to do is to create, is to take crazy ideas and turn them into reality, into business. And then when, right. when it becomes you know, something real, um, I, I, I like to do something else. So what I did in 2006 is I created another company, another startup, a software uh, company named Blue Kiwi Software that was one of the first SaaS players in Europe. And uh, we were doing social collaboration. If you know Slack today or Yammer uh, in the old days, oh, yeah. that was basically what we were doing in 2006. I was doing that in Paris and France, and we became a European leader very quick. We raised a ton of money at this time in Europe. And uh, I realized that I was not at the right place, and I decided to move to San Francisco in 2010 with this company. Uh, we, uh, the board, decided to sell the company in Europe in 2012 to uh, Atos, that is a big IT group in Europe. And then uh, I was here in San Francisco and I was like, for the very first time of my life, I'm at the right place at the right moment. And um, I'm going to create another startup here in San Francisco with American people, with American investors. And I created another startup named Quarter that was a, uh, uh, a mobile company to make interactive broadcast and mainly sports you know, on TV. And I failed you know, miserably because uh, 
what I didn't realize is that it's not just a question of being here. It's it's a question also of uh, adapting, you know, to the Silicon Valley, and uh, I was not ready for that. And um, so after this IPO, this M and A, and this failure, I I realized that uh, first I was uh, I didn't have any other idea, and I, what I realized I was forty something that maybe I would be uh, more useful uh, helping other startups, you know, and mainly European startups coming to Silicon Valley that that don't understand, you know, really what Silicon Valley is about. So I created the Refiners, that is a seed fund that only focus on immigrant funders. So mm -hmm. we only invest in companies coming from abroad mm -hmm. and uh, we help them with three things. The first thing is, uh, of course, we provide some cash. Uh, we invest at very early stage. We are the first investors. We uh, we put hundred thousand dollars, something like that. But more importantly, you know what we do is that we change their mindset to make them global and to make them understand that they should go beyond their natural borders. And uh, if you take Paris, you take France. If you take London, you take UK. If you take San Francisco, you take the world. So we try to change their mindset and make them global and make them help them become you know, global leaders here from San Francisco. We connect them with the right people here in the Silicon Valley. We have a very extensive network now because I've been here for 10 years now. And we give them access to U.S. investors. What is, what is uh, uh, great also for U.S. investors because there is a lot going on right now in Europe. And Europe is kind of a blind spot, you know, for them. So we are kind of a feeder, you know, for Silicon Valley investors that are looking more and more for European startups, but want to talk, you know, with startups that are ready, you know, to talk with them that speak the same language. So basically, we change our mind, we adapt them to Silicon Valley, and uh, we uh, turn them into uh, uh, American startups and uh, ready to talk with U.S. investors. That's what we're doing. Nice, nice. Uh, well, a couple things. First of all, I really appreciate you know your background and where you've come from, and I, I could kind of relate with the with the with the mindset. I, I wish I could say I've only been an entrepreneur. Uh, I, I have you know dabbled in the corporate world, and I felt like I had to acquire some skills like Pokemon. Um, but there is a power to uh, that I really appreciated what you've done of manifesting ideas, bringing them to life, and then, you know, letting management teams underneath kind of probably take them to the next level, and then you go on to the next thing. And um, so it's really profound what you're, you're doing. And then obviously with your current organization, helping you know, immigrant founders do similar and inflect that, that mindset. Um, I guess, Carlos, my, my question is, you know, you've built a lot of companies that affect people's well-being, uh, that affect people's health directly and sometimes obviously most of the time indirectly um can you tell me a little bit about some of the themes um either directly or in indirectly related to health that you're really enthused and really excited about obviously there's a lot that affects us as people and well-being so just love to listen to hear and hear a little bit about anything in health that that has your your captivation these days yeah i i think i would talk i would answer this question as an investor uh, sure. Obviously, health uh, is a very interesting sector. That's something we are looking very closely at the refiners. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that there is uh, there is three sectors uh, that haven't been really disrupted, you know, by technology yet. 
And uh, health is one of them. The second one is education. I think that there is still a lot of things to do in education mm -hmm. and uh, access also to property and um, and, uh, and the, the way we're living and the way um, we access to properties uh, is also ripe to be disrupted, I think so. But health is a very important one. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the way I see, you know, this sector, you know, right now, I think that all this trend about the well-being and uh, uh, health tech is very interesting because as a European, I can see how broken, you know, the uh, health system is, you know, here in the US in mm -hmm. comparison, you know, with Europe. And I think I, 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 the consumers are turning more and more to technology to prevent, you know, some problems uh, in their life. And I think it's a very, very profound um, uh, trend, you know, right now. And I think that technology has a very important role, you know, to play. And um, uh, it, I mean, I think about that, you know, sometimes it's, it costs less money, you know, to buy some technology or products than going to the doctor. So uh, um, uh, that's why, you know, there is uh, many companies right now providing uh, very, uh, very interesting, you know, um, apps or uh, even uh, objects or whatever, you know, stuff like that, you know, that is very interesting for, uh, for, for the market. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and Carl, so a follow-up to that. What are what is some solutions in health you know that are very personalized or consumer friendly uh, with this phenomenon? What do you what would you like to see happen you know in the modern world, right? So we have a, a few things, and I know you've listened to some previous episodes. Like you know, obviously we had Uber last Friday, you know, talking about social determinants and transportation and you know um, access to food, right, and the logistics of helping people get healthier, which is. Which is uh, which is a, you know redefining the notion of access to resources for people's health. Uh, you mentioned things about education and property as well that you know indirectly and maybe even obtusely affects people's health. But maybe uh, can you speak to any solutions that you'd like to see? Um, and, and maybe it's in your own personal life you're seeing some things and you're like, oh wow, I wish it was easier for this. Or from a well-being perspective, I wish I could have this. Anything along those lines, Carlos? Well, I think that our body is full of data, and right. uh, we are not we are not capturing you know all these data to uh, really mm -hmm. make important decision you know in I don't know the way we sleep, the way we eat, or whatever. And I think that there is still a lot of things you know to do here. Uh, I'm very impressed by I'm going to talk about a European a European startup, uh, of course, that is called uh, WeThings. Uh, mm -hmm. That are doing uh, uh, smart watches, you know, and stuff like that, oriented into health, mm -hmm. and um, they're capturing. Uh, I just got one uh, a few weeks ago, and I'm very impressed by everything I'm learning about myself, you know, that mm -hmm. I didn't know, and that that is already changing the way I'm 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 living, you know, the way I'm making decisions, you know. So for and I think that's that's something that. We will get, you know, everybody will uh, will have access to this data that is right now very uh, uh, limited to uh, 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 very few people, you know, unfortunately. And I think that uh, revealing, you know, all these uh, set of data that we uh, all have, you know, inside us, 
and acting upon you know these uh, these data it's going to change you know radically you know our 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 health of course there is other things you know more indirect you know like you were saying you know improving education uh when it comes you know for example to food it's not just a question of eating the right food but it's a question also of education you know? i mean that's uh, what is the right food you know i mean that's uh i can see the difference you know myself i mean that we have nothing to teach american people about technology but i think that as french people we have a lot to uh, to uh to teach about you know food and right. uh i think that uh young people in in france in particular as are much more educated about what is food and uh discover you know not only eat you know the same thing every day and discover new flavors and discover new products that's something very uh very common in, in france part of our culture so education has to play a big role you know in uh, in in that it's not just about the food itself you know what i'm saying you know so um yeah so i i'm 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 very excited about the technology the hardware uh we have invested for example at the refiners in a very promising um startup called uh, willow w i l l o they are still in stealth mode uh but uh what they're doing they 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 want to reinvent the way we uh, brush our teeth mm. uh we've been using a brush you know for 700 years you know i mean that's ridiculous and the right. only thing we've been right. doing you know so far is to make it electric or to uh connect it you know to uh an application but that's ridiculous we never change you know the really the way we we uh we uh, we brush our teeth using a brush is just uh antiquated you know so mm-hmm. they invented a new device that um you put in your mouth it just last for 30 seconds and uh and that it's going to remove you know 80% of the plaque you know that you have it and uh what is uh really exciting is that it's uh, it's kind of like an espresso machine so basically mm-hmm. every morning you put a capsule and every member of the family have a different need so for example i don't know maybe you want widening you know capsule you know right or you want a uh, i don't know mental flavor or whatever you want so and and uh, and the system is uh, is smart enough to understand also your cycles you know so basically i know that uh, you haven't brushed your teeth you know yesterday night so the cycle in the morning is going to be longer because i i've learned that you didn't brush your teeth you know yesterday at night so these kind of things and it just lasts you know 30 seconds what i i think it's a uh, it's 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 incredible because nobody likes you know to uh, to brush to brush their teeth you know for three minutes and uh, imagine then then in the second generation we put sensors you know into this device that analyze your saliva you know every morning mm-hmm. and uh, we know that in the saliva you can learn you know 60% of what you uh, what you what you learn you know with blood and then you have a, a, a medical test you know every morning every time you brush your teeth and that opens uh, a huge amount of of uh, possibilities because of this information this new information we have you know every morning or every day you know you brush your teeth so yes that's the kind of thing that's the kind of technology that can really um change radically you know and not only 
about brushing your teeth, but what we're going to learn, you know, with this saliva test, you know, it's not only about your teeth, it's about your body. And um, I'm very excited to see these kind of startups, you know, popping up, you know, and uh, see how this is going to change, you know, the way um, uh, our life and our health. I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, I got to get one of those toothbrushes. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I've not heard of that. Um, and I'm right there with you on the personalization, right? You know, we need to be rethinking. And so that I guess that those are the possibilities that are in front of us that, you know, you have a, a wide open space to, to support in these, you know, innovations coming from immigrant founders, um, you know, to, to, to provide this personalization and rethink health and the data that we're putting off and, and giving off. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, super exciting, Carlos. And really enthused what you're, you're doing and focusing on here. So really exciting companies and, and concepts that you're bringing to market here. Um, Carlos, tell me a little bit about how you think of health in the future. What is, what is this optimistic uh, vision of health that you'd like to see happen in the future? Maybe it's 10 years, 20 years, or, you know, even 50 years from now, but what would you, what would you like to see happen? What do you see happening? Uh, I think that everybody is talking about living longer. Um, of course, you know that's kind of uh, mm -hmm. uh, this, uh, yeah, yeah, longevity dream. But actually, I'm not sure. You know, that's again, that's maybe my European culture also that is talking here. Um, the question is not to live longer. The question is to uh, um, what will be this life? You know, I mean, I, of. Uh, I don't, I mean, that we, if we talk about health, it's not only about living longer, it's also about, you know, uh, improving our life, you know, in a way that we, uh, we get the maximum of the time, you know, we have here on earth. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that it's, it's about anticipation, you know, I mean, that what I'm very interested about is uh, understanding, you know, how much time do we have left and how mm -hmm. can we... Uh, how can we uh, maximize, you know, this time? So it goes, you know, really beyond, you know, only health and uh, and stuff like that. It's about changing the way we live mm -hmm. and uh, and also the way we uh, uh, we use our time. Uh, and I think that uh, if you think about, you know, what's going on in right now, you know, I mean, it's not only about your body, so it's about your 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 mind. There is a lot of a lot of people that are very depressed mm -hmm. uh, and very um, very lonely. Mm -hmm. I can see that you know every day, and I hope you know that technology can also solve these kind of problems. So, mm -hmm. um, and uh, we thought that social media would be a solution that will make people uh, more connected, you know, to others. Uh, the reality is that I'm not sure that we did the right the right job, you know, here. And um, I think that also that Silicon Valley needs to think about the responsibility uh, it has, you know, in uh, in the way we shape, you know, the world. And um, and we need to be very careful on everything we're doing. So bringing technology to solve health uh, problem is, is, is kind of obvious, but beyond only this, beyond these technologies, there is also the, the world we're shaping, the kind of relationship we are uh, building, you know, with each other, that has an impact also on our life and on, on our health. And it's not only about, you know, our body. 
mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I don't think that's something that Silicon Valley really uh, uh, think about. You know, I mean that they think about that. You know, when it's kind of too late. Um, and I hope you know that we uh, we were a little bit more responsible. You know, for uh, this kind of uh, thing we are building. You know, not only in terms of uh, technology, but also in terms of uh, relationship in between people and stuff like that. Um, I think that um, if you look at the new generation, mm-hmm. um, the new generation is, uh, uh, they, they're not into these social media stuff. My daughters, I've got two daughters, 12 and 15. They look at me, you know, with my, with my behavior, you know, on Facebook and they, they for, for them, that's totally ridiculous. You know? <laughs> And I think they're right, you know. I mean, and uh, they're much smarter than I am, you know, because right. I'm, 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 I'm very addicted, you know, to these social media, to, uh, to my profile on LinkedIn, to my mm-hmm. status on Facebook, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think that this new generation has a much more understanding of uh, what is really important, you know. And I think that they, the, the way I see them using these tools, you know, is much smarter than we do, right? And, um, so that's cool. And so I think that we should also learn about from them, you know, and um, uh, this new generation can teach us, you know, a lot about, you know, what should we do and what should, what shouldn't we do. Uh, so that's another, you know, thing I would like, you know, to, um, uh, to, uh, yeah, to yeah. Here. yeah, no, I love it. I love it, Carlos. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's so powerful, you know, I guess it's exciting on both fronts, you know, you're, you're starting to see, not just technologies, but movements that that are independent of, of, of technologies, independent of large companies that are, are, you know, encouraging us and kind of societal movements that are re-encouraging us to discover ourselves, right? To to refine who we are, um, understand our own data, our own vibrations, right? Our own uh, movements and what we're eating. Uh, the, the, the interesting thing is like the more technology that comes about, it feels like the more that I find myself personally not retreating, but regrounding to the basics of, yeah, you know, CrossFit and kale and, you know, meditating three times a day is so much better than, you know, this pharmaceutical or this specific procedure, obviously on the preventative side. And so the interesting thing is like a lot of this stuff is for your like fresh air, just take deep, good breaths, Mm -hmm. water, just drink water, drink as much water as you possibly can, move a lot, eat green stuff, get your energy from from these from these sources right and uh but on the flip side you know you have also all these great technologies coming out that can improve longevity like the toothbrush Mm -hmm. technology right that's that's powerful you know a lot of health starts in the mouth and so it's great to see kind of like solutions from the from a from a clouds perspective and a dirt perspective so very high and low and obviously the spectrum in between but uh yeah, no, I'm just kind of reflecting on what you were just mentioning here, Carlos, and it's 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 awesome. It's awesome. Now I'm excited about the yeah, future. I think it's passionate a, about health. You know, so I think it's very important that we turn to technology to become more human. Right. That's basically. Uh, right. So we don't do technology just for the sake of technology, but really that we understand that uh, humans and machines integrate, you know, themselves. You know, so. Um, but the, the purpose of that is to remain human, yeah, um, and uh, and 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 be a better human, right? Uh, so um, I that's what I'm 
very very excited about you know is, mm -hmm. um, of course we can automate you know a lot of human tasks yeah um, but uh, 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 the surplus of uh, of time you know we'll get you know to uh, through this autom automation um, we need to use that for humanity you know I mean that it's uh, so we've got a fantastic opportunity here because technology is going to remove a lot of hassles, you know, and a lot of uh, uh, a lot of tasks we're doing, you know, today that are totally useless and are taking a lot of time, you know, from us. And uh, so the real question is, how are we going to use, you know, these uh, this time and resources, you know, new resources that we are um, uh, we are saving thanks to uh, thanks to technology mm -hmm. and. Um, and in health, that would be, uh, I think, a very important, you know, trend, you know, also. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, Carlos, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I really appreciate it. And so a couple of things, you know, I'm sure you and I can geek out about this a lot further because, uh, you know, that's that's one element I'm trying to discover a lot more these days is, is this concept of, you know, how should we define uh, what become, how we modernize ourselves of what what we should be as humans, right? And like, mm -hmm. how do we how do we ground ourselves to humanity? Obviously, we we don't want to go backwards and decrease our lifespan like it was like you know hundreds of years ago, right? But at the same time, you know, we also have new environmental factors, and there might be interesting or more important things for humanity we need to do to insulate ourselves for you know living off of this planet, right? There might be some some tweaks we need to do. Who decides that? And you know, I know that a lot of these these topics are controversial. But the, the topics, the conversations, decisions need to be had, but also how to make great societal decisions, right, on, on these things, right? So the technologies, mm -hmm. it's about to get to be a, a dicey future if we, we just like CRISPR and stem cells, yeah. all this stuff run rampant, right? We're playing with, with real human anatomy and alchemy or the cross-section of the two, but it's, uh, it's fascinating, Carlos. Um, Carlos, I want to be sensitive to your time. I know we only blocked out a certain amount of time. I, I guess to, to end off here, um, what would be a great way for our listeners to get in touch with you uh, via social media or directly if you would like that to happen? Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, uh, I'm, 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 I'm very easy to, um, uh, to find, you know, on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter. So um, if, uh, if you have any uh, startups, you know, interesting mm -hmm. you know, in this field uh, that yeah. uh, we should Take a look at you know we'll be very happy you know to uh, to get in touch you know with them. Again, yeah. you know our focus is immigrant funders. So right. Criteria you know we have is that at least one of the co-founder has to be not born in the U.S. Right. Uh, doesn't have to be a company from abroad. You know it can be a company here incorporated in the U.S. But at least you know we want to see one of the co-founder. Uh, not born in the U.S. because we try. I think that there is already a lot of programs from for people, you know, right? Uh, the typical white male nerd from Stanford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we try to create uh, a solution for uh, the others, you know, and uh, and rebalance, you know, the uh, the opportunity. The talent is equally distributed on the planet. Mm -hmm. uh, opportunity is not, and uh, we try to uh, we put you know this fund together to try to help the ones that are not maybe born at the right place, but have a lot of talent, you know, to uh, to share uh, with the planet, and uh, we try to help them, you know, to do so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love it, and 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 uh, it's just awesome that what you, you're doing 
to push this further and the distribution and the level of access and the opportunity, you know, there are just brilliant people all over the world. And, you know, obviously up to this point, it's very been tipped <laughs> on the profile yeah. you mentioned for sure. Um, so you if know, you know any yeah, immigrant founder yeah. that is struggling and that has a great project and uh, that uh, you think we should talk with, you know, absolutely. No, I mean, I'm absolutely. Here for you know, absolutely, Carlos. Well, you know, definitely we'll link to this info in the show notes. We'll get it out to our network. Absolutely. And uh, um, I think, uh, yeah, just amen to what you're doing. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate your time. Really appreciate your story and what you focus on and, and the companies you're focused on. And, you know, the, the, the opportunistic, um, you know, companies and, and, and areas that you're getting into and, and just for manifesting this future of health and, you know, the, the indirect and in, uh, direct spaces in relation to health. So Carlos, thanks again for being on the show. This was, this was great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anthony, for doing this show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks.